before it even happened, I could smell it. Like yes, two minutes before yes. they started talking about it, I was like, are they going to fucking start explaining how the Fed is a Ponzi scheme? I'm going to lose my shit if they start explaining how the Fed is a Ponzi scheme. Two minutes later, they're doing it. I'm pounding on my keyboard, ra- random letters. Oh, my God. I got so fucking angry. I started pacing around my apartment alone, ranting to nobody about how that's stupid. I went outside. I found a homeless guy doing the same ranty, pacey thing, and I just walked around with him for a little while, (laughs) ranting in a weird duet. God awful movie. 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 Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema on purpose. I'm your host, No Illusions, and sitting to my immediate left, nope, sitting way, way, way to my left is my good friend, Heath Enright. Heath, welcome back. <laughs> Thanks, Noah. So, uh, you know who definitely puts their penis inside their food? <laughs> um, Present well, company uh, excluded. Lots of people. Lots of people do that. No judgment. But that includes Ken Del Vecchio, who made this movie. Again, no judgment. Just saying, like... The craft service table had lots of dick-shaped holes in the food. (laughs) I'm sure it did. And sitting 81 miles to my right is my bad friend, Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir? Well, Noah, I'm amazing here on the series finale of God Awful Movies. No, no, don't say Because you say that, and now I'm going to get 600 tweets going, why? And people are going to start canceling their fucking Patreon. I get get that you're eventually going to make a joke out of that, but... uh, (laughs) Nothing Eli says is serious. It's never really. Really? No. If we were going to announce that that we were bringing the show to a close, we would not put that in Eli's hands. Anyway... (laughs) (laughs) So tell us, Heath, what will we be breaking down today? All right. We watched Obama Nude. It's allegedly a takedown piece about Barack Obama that hints in the title that we're going to see Barack's beautiful, lithe, naked body. (laughs) But it's actually a big, fat liar of a movie. Um, And it's also the story of a repressed gay man making an entire movie to camouflage the fact that he really wanted to dress up as Barack Obama and fuck a male prostitute. So that's the other element. I think you pretty much nailed it. We could end the episode right there and you'd uh, you'd have all the information you need. There will be a male prostitute. Oh, yeah. And Eli, how bad was this movie? Well, if you love Thanksgiving dinner with your racist family, but you wish it was intercut with a one-act play about why your Uncle Ken shouldn't have been fired for saying the N-word, <laughs> you... <laughs> We'll love this movie. This is the ultimate god-awful movie. It is everything our show has ever been about. It's got racism. It's got sexism. It's got terrible acting. It's got man-on-the-street interviews. It's got why is it in this movie? It's got a giant baby. This is everything our show was meant to be. Yeah, it's like, okay, so the movie is literally 50% man-on-the-street interviews with people who ask, are you going to eat that about cigarette butts and 50% losing an argument to your own straw man. (laughs) It's incredible. All right. So is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? Best worst baby. Best Best worst worst baby. baby. (laughs) It's baby. It's a giant baby. baby. (laughs) Best worst baby. So uh, I don't want to spoil it because it's the greatest thing in any movie we've ever done. So all I'm going to say is this. Uh, there's a giant baby in this movie and it has zero lines, but this baby is 
the protagonist of the movie. Yes. It's the antagonist of the movie. It's yes. the theme. It's the setting of the movie. It's, it's the, the genre the of, the, of movie. the movie. It's everything. We'll get there soon. See if you can spot it. See if you can spot For those of you who watch along, see if you can catch the baby. It's there hard. it is. It's tackling me. <laughs> All right, so yeah, you guys both had best worst baby. I noticed. I, I was going to go with best worst name, both of a movie and of a main character. So yes, you'd never get to see Barack's dick in this, which is false fucking advertising. I paid a buck ninety nine on YouTube for this goddamn thing. But also, like the Obama part is bullshit too, right? Like, like the character's name, the main character, Ken Del Vecchio's character, is named Obama. Because if they wanted to be similar to Obama, but not Obama, so what they landed on was Obama. Obama. Don't say uh. <laughs> it's Schmobum. It makes the New York Times anonymous op-ed look subtle. It's like, my name rhymes with bike pants. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know who I am. <laughs> All right. Well, it's the baby's a lodestar. That's for sure. Well, that knows <laughs> <is a> fucking <laughs> lodestar. <laughs> there are things in its orbit. All right. Well, it's incredible how much insane they crammed into 80 minutes here. So we're going to keep the break brief. And when we come back, we'll dive into all the paranoid delusions that are Obama nude. I can't even say it without just spitting it out of my mouth. Right. Oh, Mo fuck you. Mobama is my name. Lulu Lou, just opening my door stuff. Opening my door stuff is my favorite stuff. So surprise! surprise! Whoa, guys! Uh, my my birthday was last week. I mean, you didn't have to like. No, silly. This isn't for thing. your birthday. It's for hair loss. Is it's for hair loss? Yeah, man. Sixty six percent of men lose their hair by age thirty five. That's right, and that's three years younger than you. Thank you. No, it's two. And by the time you notice hair loss, it's too late. So we thought, you know, surprise hair loss party, you know, to make you feel better. Nope, not not doing that. Well, you could have prevented it with 4 I could also have prevented it by not having you guys as friends or, you know, That's right, not Heath. letting you in the door. 4 a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical grade solutions to treat hair loss. They offer well-known generic equivalents to name brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. Plus, products are shipped directly to your door. I need to get new locks. Just, and just, if you want to order now, our listeners get a trial month of Hims for just $5 today, right now while supplies last. See website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. So go to forhims.com slash gam. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash G-A-M. Forhims dot com slash GAM. Is that a, a hair cake? Yeah. Probably shouldn't have put real hair on it. Yeah, dude, throw that away. Well, no, I don't just, I don't mean like waste the cake. Don't, I was just curious what was on it. Hi, I'm Tony D. And I'm called the Bug of Pegacon. And we're... Offensive Italian-American stereotypes. Look, we're not sure where we're supposed to be from because we're the creation of someone from upstate New York. The Bronx, Brooklyn, New Jersey. It isn't clear. But what is clear is that Kenneth Del Vecchio doesn't speak for us. Sure, he might sound like us, but he couldn't be more different. Because I sell fictional illustrative objects, and I'm a dog with a horn and wings. Thank you. 
And we're back for the breakdown, and we're going to open with the closest they could possibly get to George Lucas's logo without getting sued. <laughs> yeah, they're doing, they're doing the like text crawl thing after the logo, mm-hmm. the like Star Wars thing, and, and they were so fucking proud of this. It says, "Not so long ago, on a campus not so far away," and they were pumped about yeah. how they overlaid those two ideas just right. Genius. <laughs> Yeah, so they they describe they they have a Star Wars crawl. And by the way, we will abandon the Star Wars concept after this. They just did it for the opening. So they dramatically like explain the eighties, right? Like that you could have gotten the same message across just by putting one nine eight and one at the bottom of the screen <laughs> as the scene started. But no, they went full Star Wars, right? And and what I learned from this crawl is that Ken Del Vecchio knows the word desperate. Mm-hmm. He uses it to describe, he's like, in a desperate time of a desperate man. Oh, what's another word for desperate? Use it a third time. Des- Rule of three. Rule parrot. of three. Got it. Desperate. Desperate. Yeah. No, don't. That's four. We got to do it three more times now. Nope. It has two to more. Desperate. 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 Also, I should point out that um, like this is very obviously it's supposed to be describing Barack Obama's early college life or whatever, but Within it, he calls Obama a dark lord. Thought maybe we could avoid that phrase for the black guy, but yeah, no. Yeah, come on. Milk chocolate lord. Medium. <laughs> if any, be accurate. He's right. beautiful man. And at the very end here, again, in just sort of a perfect appetizer of what Ken Del Vecchio is as a filmmaker, the opening crawl lights on fire. Yes. <laughs> You know, on fire. And and someone was like, hey, Ken, what does that mean? It's in space. And he was like, just light it on fire or I'll give you a one star review on Fiverr. Uh, I wanted the whole movie at this point to just be opening text crawl for the next two hours. Just like Ken Del Vecchio running around in front of a green screen, literally painting letters onto a rolling canvas that's going in front of it. Slower, slower. He's getting all windy and sweaty. Oh. Just give it. I need more yellow. <laughs> oh, crazy billion, crazy thousand air money. I, I imagine he needs it at this point. We'll we'll donate to his congressional campaign. All right. So then they then he takes my fucking advice. He negates the whole opening by just saying 1981. But they add a D. You know, in case you assume this movie took place during the reign of Pharaoh Mentuhotep the Fourth. No, no, no. This is 1981 A D, not the other one. Well, yeah. to be fair, based on the furniture and the curtains, it could be BC. I mean, we are. <laughs> right. But the music, you know, right away now that it's oh. 1981 and it's Barack Obama, who is an African-American person. It's it's black exploitation Muzak is the music. Yep. <laughs> it's fucking elevator shaft. Yeah. Kenny G. <laughs> Thank you. Well done, sir. Well done. Yeah, no, I just had music note. This is a black movie, but they don't have a black guy. It's going to be Ken Del Vecchio playing the part of Barack Obama, right? Uh, (laughs) And he spends the first 47 minutes of this movie demonstrating that he's done cocaine before. He's like, ah, you want to see how much cocaine I've done? Look how good I am at pretending to do cocaine. So good at pretending to do cocaine. Yeah, Ken, we get it. You do do Uh. cocaine, buddy. 
And and he's doing a bunch of other stuff too. He's just, he's just like running through different substances and drugs like it's a lightning round of a yeah. game show. <laughs> he's like, line of cocaine, nailed it. Uh pint glass of whiskey, done. Uh bag of green stuff. Uh I don't know. Pass, pass, back to cocaine. Yes, cocaine. <laughs> You might as well have a beer helmet, but for cocaine instead, yeah, with straws right. running down to his nose. Oh, crazy Ridiculous. billionaire money. That's how we're going to make the crazy billionaire money right there, guys. Um, and also, so the credits are going while he's snorting his cocaine and doing all his drugs in alphabetical order or whatever. And also uh, interspersed with the credits are evil words, right? Yes! <laughs> it says like socialism, greed, communism, atheism, deception, separatism. Also, these are, this is how it closes. Nuclear, godless, antichrist. I wanted that to be the name of the goddamn movie. I want to watch the movie Nuclear, Godless, Antichrist, motherfuckers. <laughs> That's the Barack Obama story right there. No doubt about it. Also, uh, I thought it was... Uh, a bold choice to play Obama as a white guy. Yeah. That's yep. what's happening here. I'm, I'm guessing, though, he got talked down from blackface and he was like, <laughs> OK, uh, backwards hat. I'll do backwards hat. No question. He showed up the first day in blackface and was like, ah, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, oh, guys, no. I don't just did you have your receipt for that stuff? I hope you have your receipt. It's Nesquik. <laughs> okay, so then he looks up from his cocaine as the as the credits are ending, and suddenly Willy Wonka's pimp and a pole dancing instructor are in his cocaine room with him, right? Oh, you mean uh, the owner of every Italian restaurant, and if someone tried to give a skeleton a facelift? Yep, that's it. Oh, his his barber and his favorite stripper standing <laughs> right. on opposite shoulders doing psychomachia. Yeah, that's yeah, and that's happening. pretty much the whole first act is the the psychomachia between these two. So the the older guy says, "Nope, you're not hallucinating," and I'm like, "Yeah, because the drugs he's doing aren't hallucinogens." You guys don't know <laughs> yeah. that, do you? And, and by the way, the the woman, his favorite stripper, very clearly that he found and cast on a Monday afternoon, she <laughs> she's supposed to be like an angel, right? But. She's so clearly evil. She looks like Serpentor's daughter, and she's supposed to be from heaven. Like, she, she looks like a kabuki mask of Anna Nicole Smith, and she's supposed to be an angel. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so they start talking, and they're, it's supposed to be like Satan tempting him, but God tempting him, too, at the same time. Um, there's this very casual... Ken Del Vecchio saying he's going to rape the angel later moment that's very uncomfortable. Uh, amazingly so. Is this the I've had my ladies moment? Oh Why God. the fuck? Okay, so this guy felt the need to make a movie just so he could look at us and say, no, 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 I've had sex with women before. Conscious <laughs> ones, damn it. I know how that works. I'm, <laughs> I'm not likable. I'm not, I don't bathe regularly, but I have, fuck, I've had my ladies. That's official. <laughs> I wrote in my notes, I've had my ladies, Ken Del Vecchio and Heath defensively loudly to our waitress at dinner. <laughs> I was not shouting. You guys were shouting. You were shouting during you were, dinner. I, I was being concise, and that comes across. <laughs> she was not listening. <laughs> so okay, so Satan gives him some really shitty looking cocaine. Like it, like he gives him a fucking nickel bag of baking soda, but <laughs> they don't know that that would be really bad looking cocaine. I guess. And the retired stripper angel only has hope to offer him. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dude, I wanted so badly for a flash cut to this lady on the street corner trying to sell hope. Just hope, 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 hope. You want some hope? Want some hope? hope. <laughs> Sitting on someone's couch. God, this dude has been 30 minutes fighting with his girlfriend. I just want to get some hope and I want to leave. <laughs> All right. So then we get this, our, our first stock footage break, right? It's, it's, it's vaguely patriotic, but also almost entirely random at the same time. Well, I realized it's things that Ken Del Vecchio thinks are America. So it includes dirt bike races and bullfights. Bullfight! <laughs> yep. And just for the record, this is, again, an anti-Barack Obama movie. And the stock footage montage ends with a shot of Abe Lincoln. Yes. Like, really? <laughs> it might as well be Dinesh D'Souza crawling out of the ground <laughs> to see his fucking shadow. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> All right, so yeah, and then we we end that little stock footage montage, and we're back in the same room we were in, and no seconds have passed. And apparently, that's just there so we'd have a place to put a scene break in our notes. I guess. Uh, well, I have another theory, and it was that they were rolling the most insane, worst-looking joint I have ever <laughs> seen. It's an ice cream cone packed with marijuana. That would be amazing what would be bad I mean, yeah that's that's a bad description of a bad <laughs> and who doesn't like ice cream now i'm just like i want two things you yeah just... right right exactly well i'm sorry but no it's a disaster of a joint like it's like they like looked at a dare book and they thought they could do it that moment and they yeah. just like smashed it together with their hands it's you so have bad. to kind of hold it in three places to smoke yeah it's one of those intricate system of trusses no you get in around the side <laughs> i don't think this is a two-person job yes it is hold it do you have an Allen wrench? Why would you need an Allen wrench to roll a joint? What are you talking about? To smoke it in a hammock? So, <laughs> so, yeah, so Satan offers him half of a lame-looking joint, and and then he turns to the angel, and he's like, hey, can you give me anything as awesome as this shitty-looking joint? And she's like, mm, no, not really. Yeah, and so just everything this woman says, again, she's the angel, but she's just so fucking like confused and she has no idea what's happening. Again, pretty sure he's, she's just, you know, his favorite stripper and everything she says is like, it sounds like she just got asked to explain quantum physics at the Miss America pageant question <laughs> section. He's like, so heaven, hope, remember I said, oh, okay. Oh. I don't have any Desperate. drugs. Desperate, damn it. Uh, can I have some Coke? All right. <laughs> So, okay, but then he turns to Satan and he's like, well, what can you give me? He's like, anything you want. He's like, I want a woman. No, two women in <laughs> bikinis that'll have sex with me. Ugh, 90% of this movie's budget was paying the two attractive women who appear at this moment to be in the room with Ken Del Vecchio and let him touch them. <laughs> <laughs> also, by the way, uh, my boy Barry O did not need Satan to be fucking two women. He no. was all over Occidental all the time. I guarantee you. <laughs> nope. There was there was no point in history in he needed a satanic deal to stop fucking two women. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking me right now. It's, yeah, right. He's everywhere. And so then we move to he he drags the two bikini girls off screen, and then we move to uh, more stock footage, but this time it's vaguely sexy, but. In a terrifying way. Oh, oh it my, started wildly sexy with that, like, that woman limboing under the fire stick mm -hmm. that's like an inch off the ground, just bare vagina first. Like, that. it was graphic and beautiful. Oh, it, 
is amazing because this stock footage collection is an insight into what Ken Del Vecchio thinks sex is, and it is terrifying. <laughs> it's like limbo, but then it's just like someone shoving a salami into the gas tank of a Volvo, and then okay, I mean, and there's two guys pulling the horns off a dead ram. It's fine. <laughs> Now, now negative for me. Now negative. I went on a roller coaster with him. I went yeah. on a roller coaster. I was like, oh, tailpipe of a Volvo salami. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now, now you're just killing civilians with a mortar. That's not as much. <laughs> that in there, I, yes. That's, that's, that's less of a sexy image, Ken. Okay. No. Oh, wait. Komodo dragon. I do want to. I get it. I get it. I'm <laughs> back on board, Ken. Komodo There's a, 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 a sexy Komodo dragon. It, it was a sexy tongue. one, though. I was into it. <laughs> All right, so then with that that wraps up, and we go back to uh, Ken. I guess he's waking up now from his menage a trois. Yep, and he turns to and and uh, Satan and uh, Stripper Angel are still there. <laughs> Were you just just sitting there watching me sleep? <laughs> I wanted him to like, address that. They're just silently sitting there. Did you do all the coke? Damn it. <laughs> And he turns to Angel Lady and he's like, well, can you make two fuckable ladies appear? And she's like, no, that's, I wish you hadn't said that. And <laughs> gross. Right. And, and, and again, it's amazing because you can see Ken's like little pig brain kick in because he's like, oh, fuck those two girls again. And that <laughs> is when the two models he hired quit because they agreed to exactly one touch. From Ken <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so and and then so he he relights his shitty joint with a fucking mouse trap like Rube Goldberg invention or whatever, and and then he starts talking about all his daddy issues and and how his his mom doesn't love him because he's supposed to be Obama, right? Yeah. And and he's he's putting the joint in his ear and then it's, <laughs> it's balanced on his head. Like he's he has no idea what's happening with this joint. It's like he's an alien trying to be an undercover cop, just <laughs> aggressively unnatural. Like it's <laughs> like an improv game, and the joint keeps turning into a new item from the future <laughs> that he's never seen before. It's like Sam Francisco trying to like just throws on some dreads and thinks he can be a UC. Sure. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, so Angel Lady can't make uh, the models fuck him again. So he's done with Angel Lady, and he chooses Satan, uh, which prompts yet another stock footage montage. <laughs> this time of like it's basically we're on Willy Wonka's boat, right? This is the scary stock footage, <laughs> right? <laughs> which to Ken Delvaccio is Hitler, insects, and. People in Africa. Yep, say it, man. Just say it. Insects, <laughs> Hitler, and black folk. Yeah. Yep. There's also, I think there's a dough mixer in there somewhere. There is a dough mixer at one point, which I was I was totally on board with. Those things are from the devil. I get it. <laughs> there's a guy selling Lucy's and but then it ends with marshmallows getting toasted. That well, was the end of the evil disturbing montage. Yeah, and because because it's fire like in hell. Okay, so then we cut back to him in the room with Satan. He's loading a bong, but he clearly doesn't know how that works. And and now we're gonna like he's gonna read a script that Satan brought along. They're gonna they're gonna do lines together. Yeah, if you'll turn to page one in your evil guy handbook. <laughs> right. And this is I've actually seen this, by the way. This is the who am I gotcha thing where you compare Hitler and Obama. Except 
This is a movie where you're already winking about, look at me, I'm Obama. So you can't do a Hitler is like Obama wink within a movie, which is I'm Obama wink. You, doesn't, you can't wink, double wink, wink. Yeah, look, Ken, when you wink with both eyes, you're fucking blinking, bro. Right. Yep. And they went Godwin, uh, who had 16 oh. minutes. Did you guys have 16 <laughs> minutes in the pool, Godwin? I had... I had a third of a second, which is there, uh, right. right. I took the over, though. The I did take the over. <laughs> the one dollar is a good bet, but yeah, this yeah. went over. <laughs> so yeah, so they start reading along these lines, and and yeah, they're trying to describe Hitler in a way that you think you're, they're talking about Obama, but it might as well be like similarities, like height and favorite kind of pie, right? Because they're just like there's nothing like none of the evil shit about Hitler is in there, right? And most of the evil shit is just stuff that's not true of Obama. Like, what a terrible student and loser dropout druggie. And it's like, no, none of that. You'd have to Google him, but sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> no one could find my birth certificate. And I grew up in a heathen faith. <laughs> yeah. So far, by the way, just to recap, this movie has told us that Obama is the opposite of Abe Lincoln and just like Hitler. I just wanted yeah. to, that's, that's the premise of the movie. Yeah, the that's where we're starting. Statement. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and he was, I loved how desperate he was to like spring the, the big trap that this was all about Hitler and not Obama. He's like, so that whole thing we just read sounded like the story of Obama, right? Right. Say, right. Huh? Say the word, right. <laughs> say, right. Somebody say, right. We're just, two of us are here. Say right. It has to be you. You have to be the one to say right. Text me. Text me the word right. Right? <laughs> Boom. Roasted. Boom. Who said Got right? It. I think you said it. Got it. Nailed it. And this is where they have the insane anything I want back and forth. Mm-hmm. Right? So <laughs> Ken was writing this script and he forgot how many times evil characters say anything back and forth in an anything Anything. It's one, by the way. But instead they go, anything I want? Anything. Anything? Anything? Yeah. Anything. Anything? Yeah. There is this weird moment that can only exist because somehow Ken knew that Eli was going to have to watch this movie. Yes! So he says, he he turns to Satan and he goes, This is my favorite. He goes, I want to go to a better school than this one. I want to go to the best school in the country. And he points to New York uh, City on a map. And the the devil Which goes. Which is not, not where you should point. Actually. No, no. Uh, but no. It's Boston, Cambridge. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, they, there is one thing Boston's better at. Um, so, But then the, the devil goes, what, NYU? And Ken goes, fuck no. I'm talking about why, why the fuck would I be talking about NYU? I'm talking about Columbia. Dude. I was so hurt. They, everyone, <laughs> you could hear my gasp of joy and then my gasp of hurt from wherever uh, you were. It was like they got NYU? in on this with the dollop or <gasps> no, something. No, Columbia. Dude. Oh, <laughs> NYU? Do, are you fucking kidding? Do I need to break out the rankings book for you at Barnes & Noble and crush your reality? Me and Eli at Barnes & Noble. No. no, I know NYU's safety school. I'm at Columbia, <laughs> I just wrote in my notes, turned off the movie. You guys can do the rest. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And now it's time for us to meet dude, male hooker in a towel and a bow tie. Okay. So this character is amazing. The Chippendales dancer that is for no reason in the movie right now. (laughs) No. 
Because here's why he's in the movie. Ken Del Vecchio, when he was writing the movie, was like, yeah, and Obama's gay. So I bet he would want like a gay guy to fuck. And then on the day of shooting, he wrote a scene where like he agrees to go fuck a guy. And he was like, no, I'm not gay. I don't I don't want to go fuck that guy. And they were like, no, <laughs> man, you wrote it into the movie. Why would we have this character if you're not going to say, yeah. no, I'm not fucking gay. I'm not fucking gay. He could just be around. He could just be around. I'm not fucking gay. Obama's gay. Obama can come and do the scene if he would return my emails. <laughs> so what you see is Ken Del Vecchio set a pit trap for himself and then fell in it and was like, ow, spikes uh, down here. <laughs> Honey everywhere. This is gross. I'm licking it. <laughs> yes. I got honey potted. <laughs> yeah. So this is literally how the scene plays out. They walk to the stairs. A guy walks down in nothing but a bow tie and a towel and Satan goes, hey, you want to you want to fuck this dude? And he's like, no, I don't want to have sex with him at all because I'm not gay. Like, so, like the, the popcorn, scene exists. Like he has popcorn. To, I want that. Well, yeah, right. No, he did have a bowl of popcorn. <laughs> because the secondary plot of this movie is how many disgusting foods can we get a close up of Kendo Vecchio's fat fucking mouth eating oh. so that Eli regrets his life choices? <laughs> no shit. Oh. <laughs> uh. So, yeah, and he says, like, he's like, so where did that guy come from? And Satan goes, hell. And he's like, uh, oh, that seems rough. And he's like, nah, the commute's not that bad. Trust me, you're going to be making it pretty soon. <laughs> okay. I want to hear about the commute to and from hell. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Barry, right? Yep, that that's me. Barry. Get it? Barry? Yep, they, yep, Barry? they get it. They like, get it. Like Barack. Like Barack. They, like Barry's Barack. They get it, Ken. Barack Obama. They get it. Barry. Got it. Anyway, I'm going to be your commute coordinator to and from hell. Oh, cool. Uh, so do I take a train or like how, to, how uh, do well, I do Well, you, you can take the train. We actually got a direct subway line, uh, except every car is empty except for a smelly homeless guy. And every train runs local and it just stops exactly when you start to have to pee. So that's, oh. hmm. that's the train here. Okay. Okay, uh, that does not sound great. All right. Uh, how's the drive? What if I drive? Uh, it's bumper to bumper traffic, but you have to do it in a yellow cab with the meter running. And he's one of those guys oh, that has okay. the tube of yeah. air conditioning. Yeah, no. Doesn't I, have the yeah. vents. Yep, that does not sound good either. Um, Any chance I can walk it? Yeah, actually, it's just a 20 minute walk. It's really short, uh, but you have okay. to make the whole walk behind tourists from out of town uh, who are who are across the right. sidewalk instead of in a row. You no, know, yeah, no, so. no, no way I'm doing that. No. OK, um, I'll, I'll stab one of them. What about uh, a boat? Can you do a boat? Ah, yes, there is a boat, but it's the Staten Island Ferry. But it's covered in bees or something. Staten Island Ferry, as is. Right. No, that makes sense. Yep. I'm not going to do the ferry. No. <laughs> All right, but that's not like worse than going to Toys R Us in Times Square is what I'm saying. I'm, that's that's just That was hell then, clearly. Were they a borough? Whatever. <laughs> so... So now it's time for Ken and Satan to make a deal. Uh, well, first, Satan has to light up the cheapest imaginable cigarillo. So, fucking Satan can't get a good cigar. He smokes yeah. black and mild. <laughs> what? <laughs> Satan? <laughs> That's not even good enough for a blunt. 
right? Like you wouldn't yeah. even put no. a blunt in that. Get a yeah, you- Dutch master, you fucking savage. <laughs> what are you doing? I literally wrote one step down from a Dutch master. <laughs> when you and your friends didn't quite have enough for a Dutch master in high school. Oh, uh, you're getting a white owl. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Can we just uh, eat it? Can we do the apple? Who has an apple? <laughs> yeah, right. So, okay. But before o- Obama can be a, a socialist dictator, he's got to learn the issue. So this will be the rest of the goddamn movie, right? It'll be going through the various issues that he'll have to master in order to be the socialist dictator of America that they were certain Obama was going to wind up. Oh, and when they said socialist dictator, I wanted so badly for them to like, Flash cut to Jews being marched into free health care. <laughs> actual showers. Yeah, right. And this is one of those moments when they confuse the shit out of themselves and you lost the argument to their own straw man. He's like, yeah, I'm Satan and I'm going to explain how this works. You need to learn the issues if you want to be a socialist dictator. <laughs> Ken Delvecchio as Barack Obama. He's like, well, can I... Can I just be like ignorant and say I'm libertarian? It's just like, don't, don't be a dick. I'm doing a thing with Obama. We're trying to be negative. You're not. You, Shrug. You wrote this. Stop it. <laughs> all right. So first topic, abortion. Now, here's here's how this all works. We're going to introduce a topic. Then we're going to go out. And we're going to do a series of man on the street interviews about that topic with people who have never heard those words before. And then we're going to come back and have a straw man argument between Ken Del Vecchio and, and Satan. Right. Yeah, we're going to go to Heath's hometown and my new neighborhood and talk to <laughs> whoever is out on the street calling 911 every time a fire extinguisher opens and they are our subjects. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wish I could see the part of Ken actually finding, just chasing down random people. Excuse me, ma'am. Ma'am, should, should you be allowed to kill a baby, ma'am? Ma'am. <laughs> <sighs> Just standing in front of people's cars so they can't back out. Just answer a couple of questions. <laughs> no big deal. You're being weird. And I love like the first lady we see. We'll see a lot of this lady. This is old creepy lady that yells at kids for walking on the sidewalk in front of her lawn. Uh, sunglasses silent treatment lady. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh. She says, <laughs> she says, I think abortion is one of the worst things that has ever happened to people in this country. Guess what color the lady that said that was? No, guess. Seriously. <laughs> Yes. Also, it's best. It's the best. It's amazing. Abortion's also, amazing. This woman, the entire film, will deliver all of her opinions to the 45 degree angle of the camera. It's like she's giving the camera a silent treatment and she's talking to the camera's dad while she does it. She's like, well, if anyone Please had tell asked your me, camera. this is what I think of abortion. <laughs> and is it and time? Th- is, is it? Yes. It yes. Is. Yes. Yes. It is time for us to meet comically large baby. This woman <laughs> is holding Andrew Torres in a snowsuit. <laughs> All right, this is, we can't possibly tell you how bizarre that you have to watch this yourself and I don't recommend it because you'd have to give Ken Del Vecchio money to do it, but this lady is holding a baby that looks like an eight-year-old dressed as a baby. It is gigantic. It is, again, it's like a fucking prop. It's the craziest <laughs> It's there's no words to express how big this baby is and how she doesn't address it. No, no. She just holds through. We see this lady over and over again through the whole movie. She's the entire time. She's holding this gigantic baby as though that would be a normal thing to do. Also, that very same lady has a lisp that does not confine itself to sibilance. 
Oh, no. she has trouble. And she it's the best. She's trying to recite the like pro-life talking points that she memorized five minutes before the shot. But she also has so much saliva in her mouth and she can't deal with it. And she's like, I think a fertilized egg has... Unique DNA. It's, and she's breastfeeding a 25-year-old man. It's the greatest. <laughs> Fucking insane. It's... I literally, I just paused the movie and was sucked into this image and this woman's voice. Like, and she keeps using S's no matter what. She goes out of her way. What color is that? Short of yellow? You don't have to say one. Oh. And I don't, there's also a lady that jumps in here at one point. She's uh, the, the, the blonde lady who is like crazy, super hot. She goes like, I don't think babies should be killed, but I also think women should be able to choose to kill babies. So I'm torn. This is how a human would talk. I don't know why I'm not helping the turtle in the <laughs> desert. Where the fuck did he find these people, right? He couldn't find man on the street. Uh, but then we find Heath. High school girlfriend, <laughs> or, or as the I girl, call the girl with the beer, the entire yeah, movie, the girl with the beer, day drinker, yes, <laughs> whose first She's line about best. abortion with her open bottle is people should just be careful, man. Uh, <laughs> and this woman is definitely celebrating the abortion she had that afternoon, just before. It's like she might as well be doing flair bartender tricks with a beer bottle and a little tiny urn of cremated fetus. It's the greatest. She's my favorite. Well, my favorite, I think, is probably the chick in the car that sings us the abortion baby song. Oh, my God. So <laughs> this woman had one. She was like, OK, I'll be in your movie, but I will not move from my vehicle. <laughs> and you will put in my song. And you have to let me do the song. I'm going to introduce yes. it and then I'm going to sing at least one verse of it. And they were like, oh, all right. Yes. Is it abortion baby? Uh-huh. It is. It is abortion, baby. Uh -huh. <laughs> she literally sits there singing abortion baby. Uh-huh. You're dead now and your mommy hates you. Yeah. Oh, it's the great. That's our new musical, by the way. But like Botswana goes on hold. We're making <laughs> oh, for abortion baby? Absolutely. I'm picturing like Hamilton, but all fetuses, like oh, rapping. All ladies. showing up in heaven just after they get aborted. I'm not giving up my baby. Hell yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. I'm in. Oh, I thought you were going to. So, do, yeah. <laughs> so oh, the clear part here, the, the clear message that we're getting from all of our man on the street montage, though, is that we're going to hear from both sides here, adamantly anti-abortion and not sure. This is also where we get our first African-American character who announces that she has eight children. Yeah. <laughs> and and she kind of likes the abortion thing. She says that like it tickles, you know, like how well, sneezes aren't that bad. They tickle. She's like, I kind of like an abortion now and again. She responds to the question of abortion like some people respond to the question of cilantro. She's like, yeah, no, I don't. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> I'll get a little abortion on top of an omelet. I think it's great. <laughs> and this is immediately followed by yes. an extraordinarily racist woman who's like, we shouldn't be paying for all these Nick cuts. <laughs> we should start again. Can I start again? Okay, rolling again. We shouldn't be paying for all these abortions with poor people. Poor. <laughs> poor people. Inner city people. Yeah. Oh, my God. We'll hear from her again. And I guarantee you there were a lot of those. Can you say it again without the N-word moments? And, and then it's time for my favorite moment in the entire movie. <laughs> I have no idea 
why this stayed in the film. <laughs> so, giant baby lady is sitting there, and this is all that happens. Someone reaches forward to like tickle her baby or touch the baby or say her baby's cute, and she just goes, please don't touch my baby. <laughs> that's and that's literally stays, part of the movie. And it's safe. That's it. That is the, the <sighs> whole thing is don't touch my baby. No, that wasn't was, was, as part of a response or anything. No. <laughs> no, it was like Gary Busey yelling to her. Like, don't touch my baby. <laughs> enormous, enormous baby. Obviously shouldn't. And by the way, the baby's getting bigger as a prank on the oh, set. Is it not? The baby got bigger since we no last saw No question. It. That baby grows a foot and a half every time every they new come time. back to it. And, it's and amazing. Look, here's the thing is that we all independently had that in our notes at some point. Is it just me or is the baby getting bigger? So, okay. Now we wrap up the fucking the man on the street montage with the don't touch my baby moment. And now we're back in Ken's shitty apartment with Satan and Satan brought him some deviled eggs. Get it? Cause he's the devil. Now we've seen this part of the movie before, right? We've watched it three times. Yes. Yeah. Because three this, times this segment was so good. <laughs> apparently that Ken Del Vecchio has put it in virtually every movie he's ever made. This showed up in the life zone and then in life zone two, as a clip from the life zone, yeah, right? The, the sequel to the life zone and the prequel are both clip shows. How amazing <laughs> is that? The, the, the confidence there's, on this guy yeah, is like serial killer levels of confidence. <laughs> Jesus. It's like if all of Steven Spielberg's movies afterwards were called remember ET question marks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Now, but, but, this one, this, unlike the version that they used in the Life Zone and the Life Zone 2, includes little cartoon snippets. Oh, my bad universe, Angelo. He got bad. <laughs> he got bad universe, Angelo, to illustrate everything they say in this conversation. There is literally a flash cut of a fetus Hanging off a uterine wall like a cliff. Like the end like, North by Northwest. Like, it's amazing. Like the ledge of a building in an yes. action movie. Like peeling its fingers back as a bad guy. It's little creamy fingers getting peeled back. By a, so good. By a vacuum. Yes. There's a vacuum hiding at the bottom. Oh, my God. It's so awful. So Guy's got a coat hanger just grabbing one finger at a so what's going on here is Satan is teaching Ken Del Vecchio how to argue that abortion is okay, even though it's so very clearly, obviously evil. So, and this starts again, like I said, we've seen this before, but this starts with him saying, now, would you murder a baby one minute after it was born? And of course I say, where is it on the plane in relation to me though? Right? Like I don't have enough information right now. Is it, is it seat 21B or 21C? These are the yeah. questions. Right. <laughs> Uh, but so, but yeah, like I said, we've gone through this argument before, but basically they're doing the whole, well, uh, uh, when a fetus can survive on its own, it's a, it's a child as though that's the position of uh, pro-choicers, right? Right. Th their argument seems to be, if you can't tell me the exact second that a fetus turns into a Harvard scholar, abortion <laughs> should be illegal. I have no, what is, the, I have no idea. Well, the, the, the argument is no one knows for sure, so we know for sure, right? Right. <laughs> yep. And he just keeps naming. He spends like five minutes naming different time intervals. Like, okay, what about one minute after being born? Well, no, obviously that's murder. Okay, one minute before being born. Well, no, that's still pretty close. Five minutes? No. 
10. Okay. And like, I'm like, all right, well, if he names a few more time amounts, I'm pro-life. <laughs> well, good. He got you more, then. But, also, yeah. by the way, they mentioned at this point, he says, well, you know, they say abortion is a constitutional right, but this so-called constitutional right was invented by five men in robes. Um. Okay, well, it was a 7-2 to two decision. It was 7-2 decision. And, by the way, those men in robes are the ones that are tasked with determining constitutional rights by the Constitution. So, yeah. And lest you think, oh, silly Christian movie maker, Ken Del Vecchio was a judge when this movie was made. Yep. Ugh, God. And, yeah, so the other part of the argument is like, okay, well, things were different, you know, in yeah. 1973 when this... When this decision was made, now science is different and, you know, a, a fetus is viable more earlier. And, you know, OK, yeah, things were different in 1973. But as long as we're naming stuff that might need an update, uh, things were also different when the Bible was written. Like was, <laughs> no. Maybe you guys want to switch no. that up first. You go first. That was earlier. <laughs> yeah, and right. Again, Right. They keep using the phrase magically transforms into a human being when they are the ones who believe in literal magic. Yes. <laughs> I should put, and we should remind you, by the way, that through all of this, Ken Del Vecchio is eating deviled eggs while he's talking. Oh my uh, God. It's fucking revolting. It's, it's like the dubstep of ASMR. Like it's, <laughs> they should play this at Gitmo. I can't believe I had to watch this again. Third and time. Way, I don't think I've ever seen a person who looks more like if deviled eggs were a person than Ken <laughs> Del Vecchio. Yeah. It's almost cannibalism. You're right. Yeah. God. And then, and then they wrap this scene up in my favorite way possible. We didn't get to see this clip anywhere else where he goes, yeah. And if all of our liberal arguments fail, just call someone stupid. And I wrote in my notes, the argument of someone who has been called stupid a tremendous yes. amount of times. <laughs> they always seem to think they won every time they point out that I'm stupid. Wait. <laughs> Shit. Right. And and then they close this whole like it's, you know, it's the slippery slope argument is the whole scene here mm -hmm. is like and they close it with oh, a cartoon God. of a literal cartoon of a whole bunch of fetuses going down <laughs> a, a slide at like an amusement park yes. and then a big pile of them at the bottom. I wanted to see like Lucy and Ethel just eating them like chocolates really fast <laughs> or something. Oh. I, I just got even more jealous that you got to go to Action Park and I didn't. Um, <laughs> all right, so now it's time to get another man on the street montage. But this time, don't worry, we're not going to do something controversial like abortion. This time, we're going to ask almost exclusively white people about affirmative action. Yeah, because <laughs> because if we took a survey of the people who listen to our podcast of what they would like to not see after two older white men eating eggs talking about abortion, <laughs> I think second or third place would be a bunch of white people disagreeing with affirmative action. Oh, my fuck. Yep. So the opening on this one is a dude going, I think affirmative action is one of the worst decisions this country has ever made. Guess what color that guy was who said that? <laughs> no, seriously. What, was the question that these people are all answering, how bad did black people have it really? Because that's how they're all answering the question. Ah, uh, come on. Last lynching was what? 1981? Ah. <laughs> that's been like, that's like four Super Bowls. That's Reagan administration. Come on. 
Oh, Jesus. The one lady says, now I've seen friends of mine get fired from their jobs because they were white. No, yes. you fucking haven't. Is that what you think affirmative action is? To go and fire the white people? <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, and we have this amazing pick me moment where they have to have the minority who agrees with them. And this woman, she's got darker skin and she goes, I'm a minority, but she doesn't announce what minority she is, and I think it's because she's going to be like, as a one-quarter Italian woman, you'll notice <laughs> these bootstraps I'm wearing. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> my my great-grandfather was Persian, so... We also do actually talk to one black woman who is, you know, pretty pro-affirmative action. She says, in corporate America, I only see like one in 500 companies with black leaders, and I'm like, hey, wait a minute. There are three black CEOs in Fortune 500 companies, lady. That's way more than one. That's more than double of one. By the way, if we had a quality, that number would be in the fucking 60s. Right. There's also, okay, uh, I'm not sure if this is an actual minority, but there was one other person who claimed to be a minority. It was the uh, white guy that they clearly hired to say he was Puerto Rican and then say (laughs) stupid things for the rest of the movie. Chris Kattan. (laughs) (laughs) and he's literally like i am uh, a puerto rican person and i'm gonna steal whatever i can from white people using affirmative action yes right on delay and then there's the guy who says if black people want to get uh want to get good jobs they should be better than white people and they're not right and and then there's the guy who says affirmative action leads to reverse discrimination okay the thing is though guys We have affirmative action, right? This is not theoretical. The average income for a white male in the U.S. is $31,313. For a black guy, it's $18,400. Imagine how good we white people would be doing if we weren't so reverse discriminated against. (laughs) Really? Jesus. Also, is it in, am I in, like, did I hallucinate this or did they actually allow one person to go, hey man, do you have a, better plan other than fuck black people and the guy's like <laughs> right no and then they cut away <laughs> yes that was it yeah the, 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 there was that like weird that gay couple and one was conservative and one was liberal i'm pretty sure that's what's happening and they were fighting and the conservative guy's like well it's nice for minority groups to have jobs i guess but not with affirmative action that's also racist and the guys the other guy's like well, do you have a better plan? Cut. It was just no, yep. no, yep. no answering. <laughs> I have a question. End of movie. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, we should point out that this entire time, giant baby just keeps getting bigger and bigger, right? They cut back to her. And of course, she's just like, you know, hating on black folks as much as they'll let her get away with. But you can't really pay attention to that because the baby is getting bigger and bigger and by the way is not moving the baby is like doing the the light as a feather stiff as a board thing right absolutely this baby is looming towards us like a solar eclipse it is (laughs) terrifying it is lovecraftian it's it's a giant blue ox now she's holding a giant blue ox yeah All right, and then we head back to the apartment so Satan can explain the real truth behind affirmative action. Right. And by the way, while they do this, they are they are putting together IKEA furniture, right? Yes! I really <laughs> wanted to see a full realistic build of something from IKEA being built between Obama and Satan. <laughs> So 
So wait, you're telling me that when we can convince the poor to give their money to the... I'm, hold on, I'm sorry. Do you have one of these? It's a Z23, no, 2220, I think. No. It, well, check the bag. I said we should have laid everything out beforehand. I'm not going to spend 45 be... fucking minutes organizing screws when I could just grab one from the bag. It's the same amount of time because now you're just looking for it. That's why why can't you just use your Satan powers to build this fucking Nobody thing? Nobody is powerful enough to build Ikea. Nobody. Do you hear me? Nobody. It's impossible. Um, so, and by the way, look, they're building Ikea for We never see the Funorgan once it's done. Right, because oh, they, they do not finish the And we never come back to it. There's never a reason why they're doing this. This is literally just, he had to put some Ikea furniture together and film this scene. Yep. <laughs> and and uh, this is where we get, and I got to admit, the Robin Hood was the bad guy theorem. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> no, take from the qualified and give to the needy. And that this is followed. They do another cartoon cutaway. Yep. And it's followed by a cartoon Robin Hood taking from a king. So a, a qualified king, the, the yes. meritocracy yes. known as monarchy, yes. that meritocracy of kings. <laughs> yeah, well, I love that subtle idea that qualified people are the ones with the money. You know, like Donald Trump, Betsy DeVos, Paris Hilton, qualified people. Yeah. God. The, the best of the brightest. This, this whole thing, it's, it's literally like... Ken Del Vecchio read the fucking John Galt speech at the end of Atlas Shrugged and came a few times right before he made this movie. Somebody needs to tell him that John Galt was an atheist. Yeah, like, right. He'd fucking start eye gouging himself with one <laughs> hand and blocking with the other until he exploded <laughs> running around in a circle. Gets in a karate fight with himself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I Jesus. bet that happens a lot. Jesus. Um, Libertarian. <laughs> Block. Karate. <laughs> I, I, Heart attack, and I also love because like all of these movies feel like they, these three. If they put the words redistribution and wealth next to each other, that's enough, right? That's the fucking haunted house, scary scream, right? And I, I just like I, I noticed that never comes up when it's poor people's money going to the rich, right? Like all economic <laughs> transactions are wealth redistribution. That's what a goddamn economy is, right? How can that be your scare word? Well, Noah, I don't want I don't want to spoil the. Last part of our show here, but there is one other way to introduce money into the economy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll don't, I don't even want. I don't want to talk no. about it. <laughs> We're skipping need that part. We're skipping that. that scene. I'm very angry already. <laughs> All right. So yeah, then he says like something about like because of course Satan is explaining to him as they put together this IKEA furniture that you don't really want to help the poor people. You just want to sucker them into thinking that them having more money would be good for them to which kendo vecchio says so where do i start to help these losers <laughs> poor poor people losers it's just synonyms you know it doesn't matter yeah exactly right. and satan's like oh you, you you should become a community organizer first mm. and he's like oh what's a community organizer and satan's like oh they're bullshit they uh they, they, ru <laughs> they ruin uh they ruin societal entropy i'll explain later it doesn't matter it's, it's <laughs> this stupid fucking thing it's like someone standing behind a charity worker going, you look at me. I pay yes. of books for kids. Uh, now I'll have books to read. Duh, duh, I don't know how to read. Now I'll have books to read. Oh, it's so it's like best. me in high school is what I'm saying. Yeah, right, right, exactly. <laughs> and then they cut away to another cartoon. Now it's like Ken Del Vecchio's like society Superman because he's going to help the trick everybody, help the poor. And it's the best because even in the cartoon that he made, 
Ken Delvecchio as Superman looks like the, the fat kid who works at Toys R Us wearing the suit they bought, just pouring <laughs> sweat. The best. Stupid backwards you know, hat. You know he got on the phone with Evil Angelo and he was like, hey, man, uh, how come you made me so fat in the cartoon? And Evil <laughs> There's just this evil long Angel. silence. <laughs> hey, how come I didn't look like Barack Obama in the cartoon? Do you think you look like Barack Obama? I have the hat. It's the backwards hat. I looked, I looked in the he's mirror. He's half white. I look like a 20-year-old mama. <laughs> oh, so I guess quick before he tells us how much cooler Ebenezer was before all them ghosts showed up, we're going to pause for a quick break. But first, let me give Act 3 the hard sell. Will Satan and Ken be able to assemble the Fenjorgan in time? Why the hell wouldn't they just use the same-sized Allen wrench for everything? How the fuck am I supposed to screw piece A into piece R if that dowel's already sticking out of it? Find out the answers to these questions and more when we return for the schizophrenic conclusion of Obam Nude. You know, after 160 episodes here at God Awful Movies, we've noticed a pattern of man-children using man on the street when they're running a little low. So just in case this episode runs short, we hit up the corner at our local Arby's to get more people's take on Ken Del Vecchio. Uh, what do I think of Ken Del Vecchio? Ah, that's a good question, uh... Uh, he looks like the big boy mascot, grew up and had three bad divorces. Why? Oh, Ken Del Vecchio? He looks like someone had a baby until it grew into a physical man. And his name sounds like a frozen pizza for child molesters. Global warming is bad. Don't touch bad. my baby. Don't touch my baby. Don't, I won't again. I'm going to touch it again. He's growing. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you touch him, he increases in size. And we're back for more of this shit. When we last left off, Satan had already explained abortions and affirmative action. So now it's time to tackle the economy because when James Carville said it's the economy, stupid, Ken Del Vecchio was pretty sure he was addressing him by name. And because it was time <laughs> to torture Heath Enright. Well, not quite, because first we're going to get the uh, the man on the street parts <laughs> of this where they clearly seem to think that Obama did the bank bailout thing. No question. They keep talking about the bailouts, and then later in the Obama-Satan thing, they're going to talk about the bailouts. They Do they think that o Obama is the one that did the bailouts? Everybody, it was by, you, it had to be done. Everybody who knew what they're talking about. Said, <laughs> well, yeah, oh no, very clearly. Well, we, we could have done it in a better way, but right. But yeah. again, it wasn't even, they, they got the wrong fucking president. They're going to do that with wars later, too. But the um, we, we do check in with the, the black lady at this point. She says, well, a recession means that rich people aren't getting as much money. Nope. Dead fucking opposite, lady. Dead fucking opposite. Yeah, it's the rich that really suffer during a recession. This is where she said, I'm still struggling. And it's like, hey, you know what might help with that? Not having eight kids. Abortions would help. Abortions. Some of that abortion. Even just four or five of them. <laughs> Jesus, like uh, the, the fake Puerto Rican guy goes like, I think it's bad for people to have a lot of money and stocks. I don't even know what stocks are. Literally, <laughs> they, he they literally sound, says that they sound nice. Like stocks, <laughs> stocks, like I, you, you hear it, you hear it, stocks. Uh, sorry, line. Did I have another line? I'm a Puerto Rican anchor, baby. I'm a Puerto Rican anchor, baby. Fuck. 
Oh, my God. And then fucking stupid sunglasses silent treatment lady is just saying, like, well, the problem was the government was making all them subprime loans. No, not the government. <laughs> Look, OK, one fucking time at full volume. The recession was caused by cutting government regulation. That is the entire cause. So the government stopped giving subprime like i want to know what they think happened though right like i wanted to do they think the government gives out housing loans and mortgages and it's it is indecipherable nonsense yeah they're they're saying that we needed to let that nuclear meltdown of the economy just completely happened like a <laughs> controlled burn of the wildfire except yeah. <laughs> uncontrolled and let's have another great depression because that was well because it was great yeah exactly it wasn't the miserable depression people come on god and <sighs> then uh then they try to get that guy to to, to say he <laughs> to say he likes laissez-faire economics yes, yes, oh, that's but he can't do it it's so bad <laughs> He's clearly been prompted like moments before this. They explained to it's laissez faire. And he's like, I believe in laser fairy, laissez faire, laissez faire. <laughs> to cut one more time. I believe in laser fire, laser fire, Liza Minnelli, Lilith fair. No, God damn it. All right, one you more time. You got me doing it. You got me doing it. I believe in. Laissez faire economics. <laughs> yes, right. It's like, it's like well thoughts and prayers. It's like thoughts and prayers for the, the money stuff to work yes. good. <laughs> Laser fair. Lilith fair. I just want to say, I think it was very nice of abortion baby aha uh-huh, car lady to pause her live masturbation video to do this interview. Um, that God, was really this- my big takeaway. Also, we haven't mentioned. The guy who's running for office in these videos, who seems to think that they've shown up to to, to to do a campaign video for him? No question. This guy was running for assistant alderman of the Elks Club. <laughs> <laughs> he had already positioned his ridiculously large American flag. Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. And by the way, also, this is the first part of the man on the street thing where giant baby moves. Up to this point, I was like, there's a 50% chance that's just a dead baby that she carries around or something. But it started Uh, moving at this point, and it moved like it was growing angry. Oh, uh, no question. I just wanted wanted somebody to touch the baby again so bad. I was just like, touch your baby again. Please touch touch the baby and get beat up by a gigantic baby. I was rooting for that. So I just wanted, like, it jumps out of her arms and fucking does a spinning pile driver on Ken Del Vecchio. That would be awesome. It was very, very disappointing. No, unfortunately. We just got more fucking stupid woman and stupid man on the street. That, and so, you know, you know, it was an amazing grasp of macroeconomics. Random people <laughs> yes. on the street in New Jersey who stop and talk to grown men in backwards hats with a microphone. <laughs> oh, that's who knows about my, macroeconomics. My favorite line from this is where the guy goes, bailouts are contrary to our capitalist system. Oh, Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ. Yeah, saving the banks is anti-capitalist. <laughs> well, if the government capitalism. hadn't been giving out all them predatory loans to begin with. God damn it. <laughs> all right, so now we, we cut away from the man on the street to get an even worse explanation of these uh, these issues. Um, but we're going to start this off with Ken disturbingly close to the camera and not like, look, if you want to be real close to the camera, there's a way to light that. They didn't know. Right. 
The lighting is uh, all behind him here. No, it's exclusively on the Vaseline he smeared on his giant fucking lips <laughs> a second before he turned the camera. They haunt my goddamn nightmares. I'm, if Cthulhu ever rises from the deeps, I'm going to show him Ken Del Vecchio's lips and he's going to be like, oh, that's fucking gross. Going back to the altar place. He is rough. And so he's given the he's using his teleprompter that he has now and he's he's given this whole speech. And then the Satan's like, hey, you were elegant, charming and charismatic. Yes. <laughs> and then the camera cuts right over to Kendall Vecchio's stupid fucking face. <laughs> I, I, I screen capped it. <laughs> yes, you did. And put it in the notes. <laughs> he is ridiculous. This what are what's the opposite of elegant, charming and charismatic? Boom. There it is. It's him. He look he he looks like he always just ate a Willy Wonka lemon. Like his face, <laughs> it's all puffed, but also squinched at the same time. It's crazy. I just love that he wrote that line for another actor to say to him, right? He wrote for someone and paid someone else to turn to him and say, you were elegant, charming, and charismatic. Yes, you were. <laughs> and then it's like Debbie Downer. It's just such, such oh. a contrast. And then they explain that the Fed is a Ponzi scheme. Oh, my God. I was writing in my fucking oh. notes. Oh, my God. I bet the next point rhymes with Fonzi team. I oh bet it God. does because they start talking about the Fed and how everybody thinks that the money is backed by gold because everyone just wake up, woke up from 1812. Motherfuck. <laughs> I could. God damn it. It was before before it even happened. I could smell it like yes, two minutes before yes. they started talking about it. I was like, are they going to fucking start explaining how the Fed is a Ponzi scheme? I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> If they start explaining how the Fed is a Ponzi scheme, two minutes later, they're doing it. I'm pounding on my keyboard, ran random letters. Oh, my God. I got so fucking angry. I started pacing around my apartment alone, ranting to nobody about how that's stupid. I went outside. I found a homeless guy doing the same ranty, pacey thing. And I just walked around with him for a little while, ranting in a weird duet. Oh my god, it was so fucking so good. Because not only did they go for the whole the Feds of Ponzi scheme thing, but they don't even know how that bad argument works. Right? He fucks up that bad argument. Oh. Jesus. And, and I, I'm writing in my notes at this point, like, imagine how stupid this movie would seem if Obama hadn't turned out to be a communist dictator, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, and Ken Dovecchio like interrupts Satan a few times with like counter arguments to the argument they're trying to make. He's like Explaining how, you know, it's all not backed by gold anymore. Not that that fucking matter. But he's like, <laughs> Ken Devag is like, well, why doesn't God just create more gold for us? Shh, shh, don't, don't interrupt. <laughs> the Jews had a plan. No, no. Shut the fuck up. And again, all of my notes for this whole section are just, this man was a sitting judge during this movie. Oh my he, God. He stopped making this movie about how the Fed is a Ponzi scheme and they don't have enough gold to maintain their satanic war plots. And he was like, one second, I got to go determine how long someone goes to jail that isn't me. <laughs> Every case Ken Del Vecchio ever presided over should be a no. The whole state of New Jersey should be dissolved into separate <laughs> warring clans just in case Ken Del Vecchio had anything to do with any of the legal process involved. <laughs> go back to medieval fiefdoms just in case. <laughs> I love Eli's notes here. He's just written in here. This is all crazy person deep cuts, so I don't understand. Yeah, because it's literally 
It's all like, you know what I'm saying? Illuminati. More like Illumi. Soros. And I'm, I'm sorry. I haven't been a crazy person. It's like when your friends kept watching a show after you and they're like, right? Season two? And you're like, no, no, no. I only, I only watch season one. I only watch... I don't don't tell me anything about Ed Harris. I don't want to know what happened to Ed Harris. <laughs> oh Jesus! But yeah, so he starts talking about the bailouts again. There's this weird moment where he seems to suggest that the porn industry got a bailout. I uh, okay. What do you guys think he thinks happened? I would never the, presume to know what this guy thinks he thinks. Uh, sperm banks are a Ponzi scheme, <laughs> and then. God fucking did. They prevent depressions. The Fed, the it's, uh, it's, it's for preventing depression. They gave us $80 billion last year. They just handed us $80 billion. They yep, make yep, money and they give yep, it to yep. fucking, it's uh, a central bank. It's just, read, like, stop talking about this. No Name an economist. Name an economist. Too slow. Stop talking about the Fed. Stop saying John Fed. John Buck. No, God fuck. damn it. You know why I'm, you know why I don't claim that quantum physics is a Ponzi scheme? Because I'm not a fucking quantum physicist. <laughs> Everything also, I don't stupid. understand is a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, right. Look, all I know is I bought all this health food uh, vitamins. I was supposed to sell them to my friends and family. None of them wanted them. That's a Ponzi scheme. I don't understand what the Fed is. That didn't work out for me. That's also a Ponzi scheme. Yes. Birds is a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> your, your, and your is a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> So, all right, now let's talk about war because he's been so spot on on all these other subjects. Why not opine on foreign policy? Uh, But again, we're going to start with another man on the street montage that starts off with a bunch of people saying, well, wars are generally started because of religion. It's like, what fucking century did you find these people in? (laughs) I wanted them to go to like a Templar night and he was like, yeah, that's on me. (laughs) My bad for Christ and country, am I right? (laughs) No, it's the economy, stupid. The other guy next to (laughs) him. Right, right. right. Yeah, exactly. One guy says wars start because of ego. And I'm like, wow, they saw Trump coming. Okay. (laughs) Also, can we talk about oil is like the blood of the earth lady? What the fuck was she saying? This woman goes, oil is like the blood of the earth. It keeps regenerating itself. And I just wrote, nope. Yeah, it's like you, <laughs> you're going out of your way to be wrong about unrelated topics now. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. And, and then, okay, I, I got to say, like, blonde lady in the purple coat. I fucking love blonde lady in the purple coat. She was gorgeous and, and she was wonderful in all ways. But she uh, says at this point, I don't think war accomplishes anything, but sometimes you have to do it to prevent evil. That's one person throughout that whole quote. Uh, yeah, if she had finished that <laughs> sentence by being like, shut up, no, you shut up, I, it, it would be as consistent. <laughs> by the way, in case those of you were following along with us, the baby is the size of a hippopotamus. Yes. <laughs> we, she is holding a grand piano. It's <laughs> insane. And then we cut back and then back to her again. She's Chris Christie is breastfeeding from her. It's, it's <laughs> unbelievable. It's the great. The, the baby is my favorite thing that we've ever done. It's so good. And then at the, at the end of this, they realize that like, they're like, all right, fuck, man. Uh, all the all the ones on our side sounded fucking crazy just now. Uh, everybody go around and say you're anti-Holocaust. What? No, except Puerto Rican guy. Not Puerto Rican guy. I want you to talk more about your plan to attack Canada. That was great. That yeah, was right. great. <laughs> 
fuck with all of that? Also, we should point out that during the latter half of this man on the street interviews, they put the mic back in its case, but kept doing the interviews. It's like, nah, it's charging, but it can record while it's charging. Don't worry. It's fine. Keep going. We're going to make a podcast. Oh, oh, Jesus. All right. So now we go back to Ken and Satan. The, the gay prostitute is back. No reason in terms of the story here. This is the hottest dude that Ken Del Vecchio knows, and he has my body. Like, he's he's going for Chippendale, but he's just like a guy. Yeah, you, I mean. Do you, do you think you look like that yeah. guy? <laughs> Are you serious feel right like, now? I feel like you should have just. I want, you, I want you to go and, go and screen cap it and, and post it on it. Facebook. I'm, I'll okay. do it for you. Never mind. I'll, I'll screen cap it, and then I'll yeah. take a picture of myself shirtless, and then Perfect. you all can vote. We'll do a. Yes. Yep, we'll, <laughs> We'll see if anybody can tell the difference. I'm yeah, guessing we'll, yes. We'll do next down, and then they'll see who's who's yep. me and who's yeah, the Yeah, right, right. Yep. They'll see if they can. We'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll science that right up. Yep. <laughs> see, Heath, I read that in Eli's notes, and I wasn't going to say anything. I was just going to go like, you sure do look like that guy, Eli. <laughs> yeah, all thank that, you. All that Noah? gym you go to. No, uh, ask my wife who loves me and is married to me. Yes. No, she's going to be honest. <laughs> Gotta um, ask her. Also, by the way, and you guys might not know this, um, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to clue you in. Obama uh, only ended the Iraq war to fool people into thinking that he ended the Iraq war. It's true. It was a trick. You classic, see. classic ending the extremely costly war trick. Yeah. <laughs> also, this is where they start drinking Bloody Mary's. So uh, if you were wondering what the vices they display in this movie are, it's cocaine, marijuana, threesomes, and Bloody Marys. <laughs> what my boozy aunt orders too early in the day. Yes. Uh, and Ken Del Vecchio cannot not treat that piece of celery as a dick. He wants that flaccid piece of celery in his Bloody Mary to be a dick so bad he's licking the celery's taint. He's <laughs> pulling a string of olives out of Satan's ass. There, it's over the top. He's working the celery balls. He's got two onions. It's weird. Also, can anyone explain to me what they meant when they started talking about, well, we need war so we can destroy some of that money we created? Okay. Well, it is. Okay. Um, it is. Illustrated for us, see, there's a bomb that blows up a big pile of money. <laughs> so they did help a little. They, th this movie thinks that you literally need to, to destroy, physically destroy <laughs> the money that the Fed fake magically created for you and turn it back into pumpkin money. I don't know. So, <laughs> the, okay, reality. Ready? Reality. The Fed increases the interest rate. And inflation slows down. That's how that works. That's this the whole movie fucking thinks, thing. That's, that's one of the two things they fucking do. This movie thinks the Fed creates, conjures fake money, then pays for a war with the, the fake money, which allows you to literally blow up some of that cash with bombs because now yeah. there's a war going and yeah. nobody notices the physical <laughs> explosions. It's yeah. like, you know, shooting off firecrackers while, you know, a hitman kills somebody in the building. Like, <laughs> the exactly. Yeah. Also, by the way, another thing you might not be aware of, Obama started the war in Afghanistan. Yep. They're very clear about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, he also, he also started the Iraq war. So, yeah, well, yeah, right, was, right. They certainly imply that, but they say straight up that he started the Afghanistan one. Yeah, two thousand nine wars. 
I'm learning a lot today. Yeah. $2 rental on YouTube. Could have saved me four years of tuition. Poli-sci classes. <laughs> Turns out it was a Ponzi scheme this whole time. God fucking damn it. <laughs> hey, guys, let's talk about global warming now. Global warming. <laughs> okay, just real quick, one more time. 2009. <laughs> 2009 is when this movie was made. Yes. Yep. And they tried to claim that that the Iraq war and the Afghanistan war started in 2000. They're, they got retrospect wrong. Yes. Their, <laughs> their, their hindsight is zero twenty. Yes. So, okay. Okay. We have to talk about this global warming. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. This global warming man on the street section begins with African-American woman going, global warming is bad. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard, I had to pause the movie and go pee. I, <laughs> bad Globe, stop it. Stop. No. Bad Globe. No, but she Be does cold. explain later, though, that it's not humans creating global warming. It's power lines and cars, which she's pretty sure are animals or natural naturally things. occurring minerals. <laughs> natural things like power lines. Exact quote. She says that. Also, also, by the way, global warming, um, that's just one of many scientific yes! theories. Yes. <laughs> um, for example, there's the theory of relativity. Right. No, that's. Uh, you got fucking music theory. <laughs> uh, you got Therian Lannister, Big Bang Theory. That's this, a great show. It's a good show. This, I like that. This is Giant Baby Woman, and she's like, there, you know, global warming is one theory, but there's lots of theories. Like, the longer I hold my baby, the stronger and larger he grows by the second. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I just wrote in it. None of this matters anyway, because I'm clearly holding infant Galactus, so Earth only has a couple of decades left. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, and also, Puerto Rican guy shows up here, right? And they go, and they go, he goes, like, I don't know what global warming is. All right. Literally, they were like, so what's global warming? That clearly had to be the question. And he's like, I'm going to stop you right there. Uh, I'm not familiar with the words global warming, what or is. I'm a <laughs> guys, guys, Ken, even an attempt to appear, appear objective, a bad one, requires that you cut the bits where one of your interviewees literally never knows what you're talking about. <laughs> right? <clears throat> Say the rest of your line. Oh, sorry. I'm the one doing the raping. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> and there's, there's this old white guy who they've interviewed, and he hasn't said anything particularly interesting yet, but he's obviously like standing in his yard that he was cutting with a pair of scissors, and he goes, <laughs> I don't want to argue the science. And you can see him start to go, because I don't know anything about science. <laughs> but they just cut after that, so it's just, I don't want to argue the science. Cut. Yeah, right. Uh -oh. You talking about guy in the suit with the the ridiculous American flag that they kept zooming in on and zooming back out? <laughs> no, he, he has a great on. moment as well. But this is old man who's standing in the middle of a yard because he was worried you were going to get on his shed. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's the guy who goes, well, you know, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Ice Age, glaciated New York. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of it. No, it was cold. That was cold. You think there's warming? Bruh, there was an ice age. Ice is cold. Boom. <laughs> lawyered. Are we done? I drive a Dodge Stratus. Get off the goddamn shed. Yeah. <laughs> and this is this is the baby punching, right? Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So We're back I'll explain. To the giant baby. I'll, 
I'll explain what happens. Okay, so the woman, you know when you have a baby and you shift it in your arms? So she tries to do that now with this fucking Bad idea. Chevy Avalon. Bad that idea. <laughs> And it pivots and punches her, and she goes down like George Foreman in the ninth <laughs> round. It, it is a real. It's amazing. She's trying to pretend that she's not being severely injured by this impossibly strong, large baby. She's getting crippled. Her leg, she keeps getting further, and she's crumbling. Like, Captain America runs up, and he's like, baby, smash, and it kills the alien army. It's the best. I also love uh, abortion baby aha lady at this point. She goes like, well, who can afford to buy an $8 light bulb that lasts 25 times longer than a $2 light bulb? Oh, um, um, it's hello? the best. Who can afford an $8 light bulb? And I just, I wanted a giant pause there. Just like, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Don't cut away. Don't cut away. Give her a minute. Everyone, Give her a minute. I'll get it. With anyone with $8. Oh, yes, 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 that's it. it. Also, everyone with eight dollars can afford that. This yep. very likely takes place in New Jersey. So everyone going, I mean, it's not like we're gonna have floods here. Uh, is really steeped in ir irony right now. Yeah, no. The guy who shit. says the cost benefit analysis of saving the planet says it's not worth saving the planet. Yep. Does it cost <laughs> infinity dollars to save the <laughs> it must planet? Cost slightly more than infinity dollars, I do believe. Because let's face it, the Fed could just print up some more of that fake money. And it's not. <laughs> we just need an infinity war. Oh, oh nailed it. Yeah. We found it. All right. <laughs> so now we cut back to Ken and Satan. Ken's practicing with his teleprompter again, uh, probably because he couldn't remember his fucking lines. Uh, and holding a basketball. Well, right, because they wouldn't let him do the blackface thing. <laughs> I just wrote. Why is he holding a basketball? Is it because he's supposed to be a black guy? Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly it. Or maybe it was just the same as with the Ikea thing. He just happened to have one in his hand when they started filming. He's like, oh, fuck. Okay, yeah. we're not doing the soft shoe or the black face. We'll let you do basketball, <laughs> backwards hat. That's it. Final yeah. offer. <laughs> also, okay. This is where Satan says, and I quote, they're talking about how global warming isn't really a problem and it's all a big hoax by Satan to make people think that oil companies are bad. And Satan says, and I quote, the most common element on the planet is carbon. <laughs> it's not even close. No, it's, it's like, I don't even know if it makes the top 10. It's a trace, basically. Yeah, yeah. no, it is It is listed as trace element, right? It's, it, it only seems like there's a lot because life sort of concentrates it in one place. But no, it's, you know, it depends whether you're talking about the Earth's crust or the whole atmosphere and everything. But nowhere is it the, like, carbon in the top five. No, it would be iron or oxygen or nitrogen if you're talking atmosphere. But it, it's definitely not carbon. Right. It's Right, followed by silicon, magnesium, sulfur, nickel, calcium, aluminum. Like, like seriously, it's way the fuck down the list. And then, as if that's not fucking stupid and Googleable enough, he says, and again, I quote, people produce carbon every time they exhale. Nope, that's... They think he, that we've got little tiny fucking microscopic 3D printers putting together atoms in our breath. What the fuck does he think? How does he? I don't even know how you get that wrong. Noah, it's carbon <laughs> dioxide. <laughs> carbon 
And you and you only breathe in the oxygen, so obviously you're building the carbon there. Yeah. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. And then, by the way, he mentions carbon credits, and he's like, like Ken Del Vecchio's character's like, well, what if we just taxed everybody uh, based on how much carbon they, they, they output? And that is accompanied by a goddamn haunted house laugh. Yep. Right. That's their argument against carbon credits is that no, no, no. When I said that there was a haunted house laugh. Remember, that's evil. <laughs> uh. And then Satan agrees to make him good at basketball. That's how Obama hit all those three pointers. If if you were curious, <laughs> Obama is pretty good at basketball. I've seen him play. He's lefty yeah. too. He's yep. a good southpaw. But OK, I would pay enormous amounts of money to watch Ken Del Vecchio play basketball. Dude, oh, I, I believe that if God. we challenge him in this show, he'll play against you. We could get oh. a one-on-one -on -one going between the two of you guys. There is a 100% chance that if Ken Del Vecchio is ever made aware of our movies, he will, in this order, one, challenge us to a fight, two, <laughs> threaten to sue us until he realizes that we're adults and that nothing he says can actually sue us, or three, although please, Ken, please, yeah. <laughs> please, please, Andrew is so erect right now, he just, his penis just steered his car into oncoming traffic. <laughs> At the oh. thought of Ken I bet you can't even us. sue us. You couldn't even sue us if you tried. I yeah, bet you wouldn't even be able to. I bet your dick's not big enough to sue us physically. I will try I will to sue dress. us in this briar patch. I dare you to try to sue us in this briar patch. I will dress the way you dress in this movie for the court case. I'll wear a baseball hat backwards. <laughs> Carry a basketball I'll, in there I'll, with you. I'll yeah. gain 800 pounds. It'll be great. You but, can sleep for a night in his shed. How's that? How's that, right. Ken? You can Absolutely. spend a whole night in Eli's shed. All the shed you can sleep in. <laughs> he will... Try to sue us and then try to fight us and challenge us to basketball in that order. I promise you. Oh. I promise. <laughs> we we got to make that happen. Okay. And then we violently cut back to man on the street interviews, this time to talk about health care. Yeah. <laughs> and the question they're definitely asking these people is, should gross people get medicine or should we have freedom? Those are the two <laughs> options. What is your opinion on that? With every single one of these actions, these interactions, starting with like, shh, you're not being detained. Softly petting your face. <laughs> Softly petting your face. Go ahead. Tread on oh. me. It's cool. <laughs> tread on my dick and, right now and then answer. And the first, the first girl is drunk girl. Yes. The girl from the beer. And she's like, I want health care. I fall down a lot. So that seems good. <laughs> Oh my gosh, she's so great uh, because she's like very clearly getting drunker as we go. Yeah. It's the great. I, I want the full tape from Drunk Girl. Yeah, if, right. Uh, I'm saying, okay, minimum three N-word bombs. No? Three? <laughs> oh, no question. Minimum. Minimum. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not going I for the $1 take the on that one. Yeah. Um, oh. There's also a creepy, bitchy, sunglasses, silent treatment lady says, um, I think everyone having health care is dangerous, and that's the end of her thought. No reason, just like she thinks it's dangerous. Then we have the argument where the uh, one guy's like, well, just look at Canada, or, or actually, no, sorry, look at imaginary Canada to make my point. Yep, <laughs> where him and his partner get into a fight. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best. Yeah, the, the, the log cabin Republican and his liberal boyfriend, they get all mad at each other. I love it. Yeah, there's also a lesbian couple in here that's going to have a fist fight after this is all over, too, I think. Because one of them says at this point, one of those two women says, you know, this is a horrible thing to say, but I don't think everybody's equal. And then they cut away real quick before she can go like, 
Would national health care also extend to blacks and Muslims? Because I don't want uh, to. I mean, like, you know, like national, like, you know, nation state, not like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And literally, then there's just like a three minute cut of him being like, hey, I think you're full of shit. And he's like, no, no, I'm not. You're full of shit. Does yes. Take, yeah. Oh, you mean the guy who's 10 years fucking solution to health care is literally get a fucking job. Yes. Yeah. Oh, fuck. So Everyone the- in this movie needs to be punched constantly until they die, except for the blonde girl in the purple coat. Yeah, that guy, I just wanted him to like, in his head, he's picturing someone dragging a flesh wound into their office job, just like, do, do, do. First day at work <laughs> to ignore the, I'm sat in, Jesus. When do we, oh, kick we get health insurance. next <laughs> three months. Okay. <laughs> and of course, we got to go back to giant baby lady who says like, I think it's scary for the government to regulate any industry. Any industry, that's what she says. It's scary for the government to regulate any industry. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have some radioactive lead to feed my gigantic baby. I think we found the problem. <laughs> yeah, we explained the size. I wrote in my notes, at any moment, the baby will replace the car in the background of this scene, and she'll be holding a small car in her arms. Oh, uh, I just wanted to reach up and crush mom's head like of mice and men, just like <laughs> full Lenny squash. He picks up Thor's hammer, smashes her head like gout. Oh, my God. I also love the guy who points out that unlike capitalism, socialism can be abused. Yeah. Right. And also, did is this where we got the argument against people having health care because of heart transplants? Yes. Yeah. What? So, yeah, that's that's the backbone of a, of a healthcare system is heart transplants. So that, that's important. <laughs> I get it. Like you're trying to say that like in capitalism, you could have a heart transplant faster. But this guy, he was saying that like it should be like hearts are for sale, just like yeah. everything else, like fucking Thunderdome. Which is, you buy- <laughs> I, I like cut to him waking up in a bathtub of ice. Yeah, right. like, oh, okay. <laughs> Um, I, I deserved it. That was ironic. Or oh, lazy wait, what fairy. Is, is that, I always use that word wrong. Is this irony or is this? <laughs> just, oh, is this lazy funny? fairy economics. You win again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then we, we wrap up that man on the street bit. We come back to Satan. Now, Satan's reading off the teleprompter. He's talking about how evil doctors are. Mm-hmm. And then says, and I quote, some medicines kill more people than it saves. Definitionally incorrect, bro. You're thinking of poisons. Which, Those are- <laughs> which medicine do you think he's thinking of? Right. I mean, I mean, yeah, there's like, some opioids that are like that because those aren't life-saving drugs, but... Uh, fluoride? I was sure he was going to say fluoride. <laughs> no, he's only, they only have like two minutes left to do fluoride. Right. I was like, is he going to do fluoride in two minutes? <laughs> you were slow on that. No, they don't do it. This is where he wants to legalize roofies and crack. Yep. Yep. That's good. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like Obama said in his campaign speeches, like and you know, roofies for breast all. implants did or, or subsidize did, them. I couldn't tell what he was saying. Did there. Obamacare yeah. outlaw or did Obamacare even mention breast implants anywhere in that? Was that a thing? Like, were, remember, yeah. Did they out were, were women getting back alley breast implants? For I, a <laughs> so, no, I think what it is, is that he just wanted bad universe Angelo to draw women with their boobs getting bigger and had to come up with an excuse. Yeah, he's just like, and draw, draw a thing where 
where they all get their boobies bigger. For the movie? <laughs> yep. Yep. It's for sure the movie. Thing. But, but email that one to me separate. <laughs> I am a sitting judge at this time in history. Yes. I am literally a I sitting judge. I mean, it's judge. a municipal judge, but it's still a fucking judge. And on nothing. People called him your honor. He was writing the script and said, he was not paying it to someone. was like, your honor? He was like, oh, sorry. I was thinking about how I'm going to have this guy draw ladies with their boobies getting bigger. <laughs> Allow me to decide your case for you. So, yeah, right. No, he, they, So they go on and on about how he's going to trick people into thinking that having access to health care would be a good thing for them. And to which the Satan says, well, at least the stupid people will believe it. this this is where he says as an evil statement i know i'll appeal to human sympathy (laughs) (laughs) quoting that notorious villain robin hood again oh and then then he tries to like end this out by like tricking us with like new speak word association just like shooting words all together like Obama universal health care pro-choice fascist. Uh, try to circle the one that doesn't belong. <laughs> you can't. All one word. Nailed oh, it. for fuck's sake. They literally argue that people both will and won't be able to choose their own doctor. They seem to think socialized medicine includes telling doctors which fucking medicines they'll specialize in. They, they, they're just like, yeah, they, they, he just has to fart out all the wrong he can quick before it's over, right? I felt like this movie was going to collapse into a singularity at any moment here. Because it finishes with God damn America. And then Satan turns to Obama and goes, no, you will damn America. (laughs) (laughs) The end. And then I discovered that was the end of the movie. But then I discovered the most amazing and great, awesome thing in all of history. I was I lost my goddamn mind. Okay, so obviously we were messaging (laughs) back and forth as we watched this about gigantic baby. And, and after whether we, got we could the end, see it on the horizon. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, like exactly. Stay puffed marshmallow man coming at you. <laughs> and so at, at the end, they actually have all the man on the streets listed, right, as, as people in this movie. And I noticed this because it shows more than four people as cast. Um, so I'm looking, I'm looking all of them up online for reasons completely unrelated to looking for naked pictures of the blonde chick in the purple coat. And this is when I found out that one of those characters, as it turns out, it's lispy lady with giant baby is Ken Del Vecchio's wife. Yeah. Yes, she is. (laughs) Which means that's that's Ken Del Vecchio's giant baby. Yes, that's baby Del Vecchio. (laughs) Oh, you could put those two next to each other like Eli and Suave, the gay prostitute, yeah. <laughs> and actually not be able to tell Del Vecchio's part. Yeah, no, I, I got to say, honestly, that means that at a certain point in this movie, his wife told him, don't touch my baby. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, what did we say? Don't touch your baby. God, don't touch my Ken, baby. Ken, what did the restraining orders say now? Don't touch your baby. <laughs> baby already done told you twice. You know what's going to happen when you sass the baby. The baby's going to put you in a corner. Yeah, right. <laughs> just, a, just a baby doing the rope-a-dope on Ken. <laughs> All right. Now, possibly the craziest thing about this movie is that after Ken Del Vecchio made it, 
and the life zone, he ran for Congress. No, yep. like for realsies. Now, he didn't win, but I think it's only because he didn't have the right campaign slogan. So, guys, any suggestions? Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Ken Del Vecchio, my gigantic spawn will crush you in his gravity field. <laughs> Vote for me now. Uh... Ken Del Vecchio, an avatar of what America has become. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, that's going to do it for our review of Obama Nude, but that's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to do this again, apparently. So, Eli, tell us what's on deck. Where is good? Um, This movie's subtitle could be called I Forgive You for Getting Raped. The movie. Oh, Jesus Christ. What? It's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. No, you can tell by how well they lined up English words in that title. <laughs> so, with that to Where look forward. <laughs> so, with that to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 160 to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful and thereby earn early access to an ad free version of every episode. You can also help us a ton by leaving a five star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing A, The Citation Needed, and The Skeptocrat, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres. Our theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Evil Drafts on Mars. All of the music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bostic, I'm Delusions. Promise to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with the Breakfast Club close. The Fed is not a Ponzi scheme. I will stab you. It's not a Ponzi scheme. It's stupid. Ken Del Vecchio was a goddamn judge. <sighs> Baby Del Vecchio is currently the size of Minnesota <laughs> and growing. <laughs> And And it's a black hole. It's a black (laughs) hole. All holes matter. Sorry, man folks? Is that what you were going for there, Eli? I don't know. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. <laughs> Movies? Words words just show up sometimes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Them. You're right. Okay. Yeah. The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm LLC, copyright 2018, all rights reserved.